RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Trenches. This is a special Super Bowl edition. And uh, as you guys know, as us Buccaneer fans know, we are in it. And uh, and life is good. You know, I don't know at the beginning of the year if we thought this was a possibility. We dreamt about it. But to get into a Super Bowl is tough, man. You got you to gotta have breaks. You got to have a great football team, obviously. Both sides of the ball. Um, and you got to buy in. And I think... Obviously, Tom Brady was the reason why everybody bought in because it's hard to buy in when you have a quarterback that throws 30 interceptions. There's nothing to buy into. You know, when you have a quarterback that's been there nine times before, knows what it looks like, knows what you need to do to get there, it's a little bit easier to buy in. And uh, I got on air last Monday, and, you know, as we were celebrating the Buccaneer victory over the, the Green Bay Packers, and I said, Tom Brady didn't play well. People got upset. Oh, what do you mean he didn't play well? He threw three interceptions. Oh, it's Tom Brady. Listen, when was the last time a quarterback played well and threw three interceptions? doesn't work that way, all right? You throw three interceptions in the Super Bowl, you lose, period, especially against Kansas City, period. Tom Brady knows he didn't play well last week. We played well enough to win. But if you look and you break it down individually, Tom Brady didn't play well. Now, Tom Brady's the reason why we're here, okay, period. He's the reason why we're here. His play, first and foremost, and the way he's affected this team, probably more so than his play, the way that everybody now is accountable. And, you know, we brought in Gronk because of him. We brought in A.B. because of him. And he's their, he's their babysitters, and it worked. So we're in the Super Bowl don't know what's going to happen, but you think about it, next year we're probably going to be, you know, favored to be in it again if Tom if Tom comes back, and I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. So here we are against the Kansas City Chiefs, who, who are pretty darn good, <laughs> first and foremost. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, when you watch him, you got to shake your head a little bit because he, he don't do it like anybody else has ever done it. He just doesn't play that position the same. He's a little bit banged up. I know he had turf toe, and he was kind of hobbling a little bit. Didn't matter. Still winging it all over the place. But if you look at this Kansas City team, um, they're beatable. Every team's beatable. You guys know that. Every, every team is beatable. But that word accountability is important. Uh, you have to play over and above to beat Kansas City. You, you got to tackle, okay? Tyreek Hill, don't miss that tackle. Don't miss it. He'll take it to the house. We saw it the first game, the first time we played him this year. I don't know the exact stats. It was seven catches for 200 and something yards in the first quarter. You remember that. And it took a while before Todd Bowles realized that this ain't going to work. And then he put a safety over top, and he didn't get as much, and we kind of inched back into that game, although the game wasn't overly close, not as much as the score indicated. But if you look at this Kansas City team, they're beatable. On the one side, offensively, don't look at that side too much because there's they're they're pretty darn good. I mean, they're almost fifty percent on third downs. Fourth down, they're over fifty percent. You know, you know they they average four point five yards a, a, a rush. Those are all good stats, but they also give up four point five yards a rush. 
and they give up a lot of first downs. All right. And teams can get off on them offensively. And that's where we have to take advantage. This Buccaneer team has to outscore Kansas City, period. I think I said this stat last week. The eight losses that Mahomes has, the other team averaged 36 points scored. So you ain't going to beat him 20 to 17. That's probably not going to happen. I wouldn't think. I, I just don't see anybody holding either one of these offenses to 20 or 17 points at this point because they are hitting it on all cylinders. For me, the key to Mahomes is keep him in the pocket. That's the key, all right? If you just make him dink and dunk and try to frustrate him, they're going to score points, okay? That's just what's going to happen. But if you allow Mahomes to get out of that pocket and roam and act act a fool, you'll get trounced. Because that's where it puts the defensive backs in a lot of, it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of stress when he's rolling out and he has the ability to run. And, you know, you have these uh, defensive backs not knowing whether to attack or, you know, back up. And it's just, it's a tough situation. Got to keep him in the pocket. Kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the same guy. We, we hemmed him up pretty good. Sacked him five times a couple weeks ago. You know, where, where we have to win this game is up front defensively. You know, the, the Chiefs, have, Chiefs have a bunch of injuries. I know Eric Fisher tore his Achilles last week. He's going to be out. And uh, I believe it's uh, Remmers is their other tackle that's going to be out as well. They have two tackles that are out. And their guard, Laurent Tardif, Montreal kid, backed out in the beginning of the season. He's a doctor and he wants to take care of his business. So they're weak up front. They're a weak offensive line up front. I made this prediction last week. If and when the Bucs win the Super Bowl, the MVP is going to be JPP and Shaq Barrett, both of them, just like the Cowboys did way back in the day. I believe it was against Denver when Harvey Martin and Randy White were both co-MVPs. We win this game. We have to trounce them on defense. We're, we're going to have to. We're going to, ha- we're going to have to hit Patrick Mahomes a lot. That's the only, that's the only equation. That's the only equation to beat them. Now, we have a few injuries. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, don't believe his practice yet. Um, he, 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 tried to, he tried to go last, last week, and they, they, they said no. I guess he was close. I would think he's going to play this week, all right? A.B. really has missed a game and a half. Um, got hurt in, at, uh, about halfway through that New Orleans game. He would be nice to get back as well because we're gonna to have to score some darn points. We have we got to score points, period. And I know Jordan Whitehead with the shoulder. Hopefully he's be able to go because we could use as much depth as we can get in a defensive backfield. Because you know they don't run the ball that they don't run the ball that much. You know they have Clyde Edwards Hilaire who came off his own uh, ankle injury and didn't run the ball a whole lot last week. They don't waste their time. And I really don't think Kansas City wastes their time running the football against the Bucs. I really don't. They, they might throw it 55 times because this Buck defense ain't giving up nothing on the ground. Have it all year. Don't expect it to happen in the Super Bowl. And then they have Travis Kelsey, who might be the best tight end I've ever seen, who's a problem. And it seems like Mahomes and Kelsey are an extension of each other to where Mahomes gets out of that pocket and Kelsey always knows where to break to. And there's Mahomes hitting them. So that, that can definitely be an issue. But like I said before, offensively, they're going to score some points. 
Um, we just got to match them. You know, special teams play a big part in a lot of these games. But my thing is this. You got to figure out a way to maybe manufacture some points through special teams. And I'm not mean, I don't mean Ryan Suckup. Because you kick three field goals, you lose. You got, you got to score touchdowns. Got to score touchdowns against Kansas City. So figure out a way to manufacture some points through special teams. That's that's necessary. And like I said, Ryan Suckup, who we are blessed to have this year and had a wonderful season, you don't want to see too much Ryan Suckup come out there. So that's going to be essential that we make things happen in the red zone and score touchdowns. Got to be six. Got to be six against this team. Because even if you start off and you, 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 you're you figuring out Kansas City, Andy Reid always figures you out. And if they start off slow, they're going to score points in the second half. They're going to score points, and that's what's going to happen. So you got you to gotta come at them that way. You're winning 20 to nothing, don't, don't you throttle back. They're coming back because they've done it forever or since Andy, uh, Andy Reid has got Patrick Mahomes in there. So they're going to roll up in here like a confident bunch. Uh, I think the Bucks are confident as well. I know Buccaneer fans are extremely confident. Um, defensively, they can be got. I'm telling you, they're not great defensively. They're not. They have some great players. Uh, Teron uh, Matthew is one of the best defensive backs in the league. Every time you watch him play, he's making plays everywhere. Breaking up passes, getting sacks, getting after people, going on the run. Great football player. I've been begging for him to come here for a long, long time. And one of my favorite defensive tackles is Chris Jones, which is their defensive tackle, uh, number 95, really good football player. I mean, he's a pro bowler and all that kind of things, but he's one of those guys that's better than his statistics because he's wrecking shop in the middle. This long, rangy type guy kind of reminds me of a, a JPP kind of in the middle, maybe a little bigger, and uh, can be a handful so you got to watch out for Stinney against uh, Chris Jones. I don't love that matchup. So hopefully we compensate for that. And uh, Frank Clark can bring it as well. But as a whole, looking at this defense, eh, they, they don't scare me. They don't, they don't scare me maybe as much as Green Bay's defense did. And Green Bay's defense was okay. I thought the Saints' defense was better, and I thought Washington's defense was even better. But they don't have Patrick Mahomes, okay? And Kansas City does. And they don't have Andy Reid. And Kansas City does. It kind of, you would think it's that whole dynasty thing. They're trying to create it. That'd be great to put in their flupus, seriously. Because if we allow, when I'm saying we, I mean the whole NFL, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid to win another one, ugh, good luck with that. We don't want that, that those guys getting any more confidence. And like I said, Mahomes has hobbled a little bit, and you can see it. Hopefully that plays a factor. And, like I said, the Buccaneers got to figure out a way to keep that Mahomes cat in the pocket. That's the key. Especially don't let him just don't let him roll out at all. Either way. You know, Josh Allen and, and Aaron Rodgers, those guys usually roll out to the right. Mahomes can roll out either way and deliver the ball. So keep him in the pocket. Not worried about their running game. We have to figure out a way to run the ball and be more even. Kansas City ain't going to do it. We have to figure out a way to, to be close to 50-50, running the ball and throwing the ball. That shortens the game down as well. It takes a little pressure off our offensive line, and that's the equation. That's the equation in January, regardless where you're playing. Obviously, the weather's going to be beautiful, but running the football is going to be essential. 
So I hope everybody sits back, all you Buccaneer fans, and enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to be in Radio Row all week long, and uh, hopefully you're listening to the Beckles and Retcher Show, 95.3 WDAE, from 3 to 7. Uh, we'll be on Radio Row. I know we have a bunch of cool guests. Uh, I know Mike Golick and a few other people are going to pop on with us. And you never know who rolls through there. There probably won't be nearly as much as there normally is because of COVID, because of restrictions, because, you know, just getting uh, getting our credentials is hard enough. Got to go through all these COVID tests and a bunch of different crap. So hopefully it's, uh, hopefully it's cool out there. And hopefully it's, it's it's worth our while. If anybody ever has any questions for me, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. And hopefully everybody enjoys their Super Bowl week. It's a different one. We're in it. It's in our town. And uh, represent our town the right way. You know, if you're out there in some situations out the NFL experience, wear a mask. If you're a Tampa native, wear a mask. And then hopefully everybody around you joins in. Because we, this is our community. We don't want people coming here and making it a super spreader in our community. So do what's right. And enjoy your week. And let's hope our darn Buccaneers get things done. And let's hope next week, next Monday, I am uh, gleaming would be a nice thing. A victory would be beautiful. Everybody enjoy the week and go Bucks. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochelle. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.